Welcome to another podcast from Vine and Fig Tree, and after a very busy season, we're back at it. Today, we want to talk about godliness with contentment, which is great gain. Now, many of us think of great gain being a lot of money in the bank or a lot of honors at work or lots of things that we can play with, um, how we can be entertained regularly, but that's not great gain. It's also not godliness. Godliness is doing the will of God. That is doing the things that are pleasing to our Heavenly Father as His dear children in that close relationship that He desires with each one of us. So we're going to be talking mostly about understanding that we are to be godly according to the Word of God, that is, following His ways, and then to learn contentment. And contentment must be learned And it's a continual education experience all of our lives. In Exodus 20, 17, it says, You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is in your neighbor's household. So what we're looking at is, are you coveting your neighbor's boat? How about his driveway? How about the size of his house? How about his wife? How about his children? Are you coveting the way they succeed? And maybe you don't. Well, that's all under the ban. We are not to covet. And in Philippians, it says, Philippians 4, 10 through 13, But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again, though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I've learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Notice that he can be rich, he can be poor. But in each case, he's looking to Jesus for strength. For the rich, we need strength when, we're, uh, when we have money because we t- tend to think more highly of ourselves than others who don't have money. And for the poor, we recognize that the temptations are a different lot, that very often the temptation is, how can I do something illegal to make up for my lack? And so we look at both areas knowing that we need Jesus Christ in all things. Contentment is needed in all the things of life. And Luke, it says, likewise, the soldiers asked him, saying, what shall we do? So he said to them, do not intimidate anyone or accuse falsely and be content with your wages. And if soldiers are to be content with our wages, then the rest of us should be, because most of us get paid a lot more than soldiers in our lifetime. Also in 1 Timothy 6, let as many bondservants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honors so that the name of God and his teaching may not be blasphemed. And those who have believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brethren, but rather serve them because they're, those who are benefited are believers and beloved. 
teach and exhort these things. If anyone teaches otherwise and doesn't consent to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the teaching which accords with godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing, but is obsessed with disputes and arguments over words from which come envy, strife, reviling, evil suspicions, useless wranglings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth, who suppose that godliness is a means of gain. From such withdraw yourself. Now, godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world. It's certain we can carry nothing out. Having food and clothing, with this we shall be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and harmful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, from which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and pierce themselves through with many sorrows. And brothers and sisters, I've been in some of the houses of the richest and most influential people in the state of Wisconsin, and there is much strife and bitterness and envy in those families. Contentment requires the pursuit of godliness instead of covetousness. First Timothy says it this way, but you, O man of God, Flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. So we are not to be coveting, but in place of coveting, we are to be pursuing righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and gentleness. And that requires the study of God's word and listening to the promptings of the Holy Spirit and learning to do both diligently and faithfully. And we realize that true contentment is life in Jesus Christ. Hebrews 13, 5 through 6, Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what can man do to me. Jesus will never leave us nor forsake us. Jesus is the most contented man that ever lived. And we live in Jesus Christ, and thereby we get to benefit from the spirit of contentment that he is. Brothers and sisters, be content in the Lord Jesus Christ and prosper in the Holy Spirit in the way that God wants us to prosper, in righteousness, peace, and joy. And until next time, God bless you and peace be unto you through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.